She's Tori. And he's Nick. And this is I Want to Rewatch. An X-Files adjacent podcast. In search of... Pyramid Secrets. This episode is written and produced by Robert L. Long. It's edited by Art Stafford with assistance by Lewis Atkin. The series is hosted and narrated by... Leonard Nimoy. Surprise, surprise. And it originally aired on Saturday, February 4th, 1978, 45 years ago today. Wow. It seems impossible that an empty desert could hide one of the world's greatest secrets. Yet in this wasteland stands a wondrous enigma. The Great Pyramids of Ancient Egypt. Some call them tombs. Others say they were beacons to ancient spacemen. Still others believe they are generators of energy. The secret of the pyramids has eluded man for thousands of years. If they were merely tombs for the pharaohs, why has no mummy ever been found in one? We do know the ancients built great temples to the forces they believed ruled their lives after death. In sacred places near the pyramids, Egyptians prepared the most important of their citizens for a journey into life everlasting. No other ancient civilization lavished as much genius on defeating time, on defeating death. Is it possible the Egyptians succeeded? Seldom do the dreams and wisdom of a civilization come together in a single work. It happened once a very long time ago. In the pure and simple geometry of the pyramids, ancient Egypt may have found answers to profound mysteries. It is for modern men to rediscover them. In search of pyramid secrets! The series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The producer's purpose is to suggest some possible explanations, but not necessarily the only ones the mysteries we will examine! Woo! Pyramids. Yeah, pyramids. they are big and they are real and they exist. So this yeah. is going to be a good episode. Surely it's not going to go off the rails. Well, <laughs> funny you say that because already you might be thinking like, wait, something's not right with this opening. Where's the opening theme between the two bits of narration? Why was the narration so long? Has the world gone mad? <gasps> so in a sort of reverse thing that happened last season in Amelia Earhart and Incan Treasure, where they ran the second part in front of the episode and then repeated it in its normal position. There's a noticeable jump cut here between, is it possible the Egyptians succeeded? And seldom do the dreams of wisdom of a civilization come together in a single work. That would be just the right spot for the opening theme. So it would seem that the opening theme section was removed or forgotten. I don't know if this was a DVD thing or if the episode went to air without its opening sequence back in 1978. Uh, maybe someone can examine that mystery because our explanations are just theory and conjecture. So, <laughs> yeah, but it's missing. They, yeah, someone yeah. fucked up somewhere, whether originally or in the DVD transfer. So, also the end of this, the end credit sequence. Um, usually on the DVDs, it has the original end credit sequence with the little clapboard and it's all Alan Landsberg Productions, and then it goes to the big like universal logo or mgm or whoever it is i think it's universal because the globe and it's all does that fancy like modern thing and on this one it just like stops like 
a freeze frame on a on a like projection camera and you think it's gonna start melting and burn and catch on fire, but it doesn't. So this episode may maybe the, the masters were fucked up or something. I don't know. So, yeah. Very possible. Yes. So we open and we get some generic background on Egypt before we get to the pyramids. And then Leonard Nimoy is sitting in front of a model of the Great Pyramid and tells us that in its finished form, the pyramid was gleaming white and it was capped with some special material, possibly polished granite or perhaps even gold. Ooh. Yeah. It stood more than 40 stories high. It was awesome. And it's still awesome more than 40 centuries later. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty cool. I've never seen it in person, but just like from photos and stuff I've seen, it's pretty freaking impressive piece of engineering. So there are some theories on why the pyramids were built. One theory is that it is Earth Base One, a remnant of colonization by extraterrestrials. Mm, okay. Yeah. I mean, we all know humans can't build a pyramid. Another theory is that perhaps it was some sort of giant radio beacon that is not shaped like a radio beacon, but it does have a point at the top. So who knows? Maybe there was an antenna on there that was lost to the ages. And some sort of like radio equipment that is missing that actually mm-hmm. sent the beacon, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that was what was on top, right? The gold thing was actually the big, the big transmitter thing with all yeah, the Yeah, you power. never know. That's why it's missing because can't prove it. <laughs> came back and took it. They were like, yeah. shit, we left that there. We gotta go back and get it. Yeah. Or possibly it's a collector of some secret energy source. Mm. Whatever it was four thousand years ago, today it is the single most perplexing monument in the world. Wait, that's it? We don't get any other, like, it was just built by people, like, as a monument, or we don't, that's not, that's not part of it. Okay, first of all, we know that's not true. No one could have built the pyramids. It's okay. humanly impossible. Mm, okay. I mean, I guess, yeah, you have to, like, you know, you cut the chaff, so, yeah, okay. Then we learn that the ancients were fascinated with time and the rhythm of life. The flow of the Nile and its flood cycles provided a rich source of soil. And if soil could be revived, why not the spirit and body of man? Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Sure, why not? Bit of a jump, but okay. Yeah. The pyramids may have played a part in the quest for immortality. The logistics of building something like a pyramid would be quite as big and impressive as the pyramid itself. Unless they had help. Oh, like they called the neighboring tribe or village over and they're like, hey, can you guys help? And like they brought some beer and everyone had like a pyramid building party. I'm I'm pretty sure that's what they're suggesting. I don't know. (laughs) Certainly they're not still suggesting that aliens are the only way these could exist. I don't know. We also learned there are pyramids in the Yucatan and Central America. And these are steps to the stars because they weren't smooth pyramids. They, you know, were like steps that would go up. They're pretty to cool. The looking stars, out. you say. Hmm? Hmm. Yes. But the Egyptians were the only ones to perfect a true pyramid. This occurred in the third millennium before Christ. Wow. Yeah. Didn't they say something about 40 centuries, which would be 
4,000 years? They did say 4,000 years, I think, even. The third. Oh, well, the third million before Christ would have been 5,000, and then they kept working. And so, okay, that makes sense. Okay. I, yeah. yeah. I was doing that math backwards, and I was thinking, wait, we're short a millennium. But no, we actually have an extra millennium. So, okay. Yeah. The Pyramid of Zoser was the first one where they apparently got it right. Although not exactly, because this is called the so-called Bent Pyramid. Mm -hmm. They tried to build it too steep, and it started to collapse. And you can tell, like, halfway through, they changed the angle, and then the top <laughs> looks like a normal pyramid. And so once they got that figured out, then all the pyramids after that were like, bam, we got it. We know the angle now. So, because, well, actually, the Pyramid of Zoser, sorry, I'm, I'm conflating things. The Pyramid of Zoser is the Step Pyramid. And then they started working on smooth pyramids, and then we have the bent pyramid, which is the one where they had to change the angle at the top. So, right, and then they slowly yeah. figured out the system, and so they get progressively smoother and more triangular until they finally, yeah. like, accomplished it. Yeah, my episode notes are a little condensed, and so I combined the two. Sorry about that. Which is a little weird, if you think about it, that aliens coming down wouldn't already know how to build a pyramid. Well, see, people were trying to build them, and they were just shit. And so the aliens were like, oh, my God, they saw and we're like, Jesus Christ, we got to get down there um, before <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know what they said. They said, they said, BC, we got to get down there and show these people how to build pyramids. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we have 80 examples of over a thousand years of pyramid evolution. So we can kind of just go through and see how they did it. So and the Pyramid of Cheops which was built around 2500 BC, began the glory days of the pyramid. Ooh. And we also have the pyramid of Kephren, because we got like the three, right? We got Cheops, we got Kephren, and the other one, which they don't mention, and I don't know. But like, but like the pyramid of Cheops is the one that we normally call the Great Pyramid. And I think it's also called the Pyramid of Khufu now. Like we called it Cheops. And actually in the episode they say, they say uh, Cheops, I think, because, you know, it's was a different language. And so white people are like, we don't know how to fucking say this. So anyway, um, yeah, but there are three. But the big one is the Great Pyramid. It's also called the Great Pyramid of Giza because it's in Giza. So they use the names kind of interchangeably, and I do too a little bit. So I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. if it's Greek historian Herodotus was told in 450 B.C., that the Great Pyramid was built using a rotating workforce of 120,000 men over 30 years. Ooh, don't know who told them that. Probably some Egyptians. But as you can tell, <laughs> it was built in 2500 BC. And then he's giving information like 2,500 years later. So, yeah. But, I mean, it does actually sound like what we normally believe, you know. Yes. You hear stories about the slaves. Wasn't slaves. So, Anyway, the Egyptians also developed surgery and astronomy and advanced mathematics, so in addition to pyramids, and the Egyptians consistently built on a colossal scale. Why, if we didn't have any additional knowledge, we might assume Egyptians were a race of giants because everything they <laughs> built was humongous. So, it's yeah. such an elementary <laughs> extrapolation of things. It's like, wow, 
all this stuff is really big. These people must have been huge. And it's like, mm. well, like the Greeks built statues and they were a little bit bigger than people on the most part. Right. A lot of them are like eight feet tall. Some are like 10 or 12, but like, they're not, you know, colossal. Right. So if you, if you do that calculation, you know, the Egyptians are building like hundred, 200 foot statues. Well, then they must've been, you know, a good, like 80 feet tall or something. So, <laughs> or they you know. just liked really big statues. Yeah. And they had a lot of time on their hands and a lot of really egotistical rulers who were like, yeah, let's build a giant statue of me. Too much time on my hands. Yeah. Okay. What mystery did the Sphinx guard? Was there something inside the pyramid? In 9th century AD, an Arab prince named Mahmud rode to the pyramids with no thought of their grandeur. It was treasure he was after. So, I mean, he did think of their grandeur a little because he's like, well, where would you put treasure in these amazing pyramids, right? Anyway. You know what they say about big pyramids. Oh, yeah. Lots of treasure. Yeah. His men set to work with gunpowder and battering rams. When they had breached the outer defenses of the pyramid, they found only a labyrinth of passageways and chambers. They were empty. The secret had not yielded to force, which like <gasps> makes it sound like the pyramid like felt them coming and was like, nope, I'm hiding everything before you can get in, <laughs> which I know obviously is not what happened, but it's just kind of funny. I mean, do it. you? I mean, to do be fair, you? no. Do you? That's what I thought. <laughs> because then we see Leonard Nimoy and he's got his big model of the pyramid, which is actually kind of cool. And he separates it north to south and he reveals the interior and we find out the entrance of the pyramid is actually on the north face but it's 55 feet above ground level so you got to climb a little bit to get in you can't just like there's no like door like entry level you know no lobby pretty much and the corridors lead to the queen's chamber and a gallery through which the king's chamber is found because they have separate beds so they get different rooms (laughs) yeah i think those names are pretty contemporary right like they're not something that the Egyptians would have called them? Yeah, I, well, I mean, they didn't call them kings and queens. Well, I didn't yeah. know that they, if they used the word pharaohs, honestly, because we're doing translations, so yeah, I don't know the entomology. But anyway, either, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, today's visitors can see the chamber just as it was when it was opened a thousand years ago. <gasps> Shafts lead from the king's chamber and the gallery to the south and the north, respectively. They may have been for ventilation or possibly alignment to objects in the heavens so you could like see them. The Egyptians' knowledge of astronomy give us only hints as to why the pyramids might be so attuned to the stars. So, yeah. We have a commercial. So then we find out that the architectural patterns of the Egyptians are still with us. And we see what Tori and I always thought was just called the Transamerica Building, but apparently the official name is the Transamerica Pyramid in San Francisco. And then also we like pan and there's a sign for the Mystic Eye Occult and Bookshop, both in San Francisco. So and they both mm-hmm. and obviously that sign has a pyramid with a little eyeball in it. So pyramids, we got them today. Yay. Pyramids are everywhere. Pyramids it's are clearly everywhere. magic. Mm-hmm. I mean, belief in pyramid power has developed into a multi-million dollar industry from improving sexual potency 
to sharpening razor blades. And of course, this was 1977, 78. So it actually might be a billion dollar industry. It probably is. So there are actually these pyramids you can buy that are like, I can't remember where you buy them. There's some site that's like a pseudoscientific whatever you can buy them on amazon honestly yeah but like they sell like special pyramids and they claim like if you leave a knife under it it'll sharpen it'll keep your fruit Mm -hmm. fresher uh there's a great episode of ono ross and carrie where they buy the pyramids and they like wear them and do they test them out from stuff and it's obviously not super scientific but it's really entertaining so yeah that is still a belief yeah it's kind of similar to that whole like copper bracelet shit yes yeah crystals and yeah or like earthing or any of that nonsense like somehow it's going to give you some kind of advantage or power or it has some kind of magic because it channels energy and i don't know it's all nonsense but yeah you know what else some people think about the pyramids what they think that with pyramids we can see the future of mankind whoa yeah everything old is new again so 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 how well i don't know why don't you tell us okay so egyptian art tells us that most things were harmony with the gods and the permanence of the established order so basically the egyptians were very into like the status quo this is how things are yeah we're in power and we're going to stay in power so know your place yes That's exactly what that sentence is. Yes, exactly 100%. For 27 centuries, there never seemed any indication of doubt that things would end. Because, you know, again, uh, but they did. Why? <gasps> Why? I mean, they had these magical pyramids. How did anything end? I don't know. Maybe they had like a 27th century warranty or something. I don't know. The answer may come from the belief in immortality beyond death. Oh. Hmm. Rites of death were performed in elaborate temples. Preparation of the body took 70 days. Did they believe in a time long past their own when science could restore life to dried flesh? The answer is no. They actually just believe that preserving the body helped the spirit in the afterlife. Like if your body was preserved, then your spirit would thrive. So it had nothing to do with, like, reanimating their corpses later. They were just asking a question, Tori. Well, the answer to the question is no. Okay. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> now they know, and knowing is half the battle. So we're all right. <laughs> okay. A ceremonial boat would accompany those of importance. Similarly, the mortal body would ride in the boat across the Nile to the cities of the dead that were built on the West Bank. Ooh. The Valley of the Kings was the most elaborate of these. It was here that Howard Carter discovered the tomb of Tutankhamen. (gasps) That sounds familiar. It does sound familiar. And that's because there is an episode of In Search Of called The Mummy's Curse from Season 1 that we recorded and you can listen to. And we also have a Trust No One News special report on the death of Lord Carnarvon. And they were both <gasps> released in May of 2022. Whoa, those sound amazing. I know. I remember listening to them in my car while I was driving from Seattle to Reno with my cats in the back whining the whole time. It was really fun. <laughs> but the episodes are good. My cats didn't really care. They were just not happy to be in the car for a long ass drive, which fair. Hmm. I mean, I split it up into parts. They weren't in the car for like 12 hours straight or anything. But yeah, it wasn't fun either way. (laughs) Sure, Tori. Sure. Yeah. Sure. 
Well, if Cheops was buried in the Great Pyramid instead of Valley of Kings, he and his treasure have not yet been found. Because we all know, like, Tutankhamun is amazing because, like, it's the only one we found that, like, hadn't been, like, looted. Yes. But he wasn't, like, a super big dude. Like, I mean, literally, but also, like, he wasn't that, you know, like, what he has would pale in comparison to, like, Cheops, right? Or Ramses the Great. Yes. We imagine. We don't know because all their shit's gone, so we don't know. The workers that were charged was making sure that he was sealed in his tomb. So apparently they sealed it from the inside. Like they slided these like giant like Indiana Jones boulders like down the shaft so that people couldn't get in. And then you think like, well, shit, we're going to die in here because now we can't get out. But they're sneaky. They made sure there was a secret way out under the pyramid so that they didn't die. Yeah. Like, which is, or maybe not so secret. Maybe that was the plan. I don't know. I, I can't well, imagine that wasn't part of the construction, but I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, the secret way out may have also been a way in for looters. Uh, so, yeah. Or perhaps Kiop's secrets are still hidden inside, and we just haven't found the secret compartment. Oh. Yeah. I mean, there's awesome. a lot of dead space in there, so. But on bum Pun yeah. not intended, but appropriate. <laughs> So geophysicist Lambert Dolphin at Stanford Research Institute is preparing another assault on the pyramid. So he's going to do like Mahmood, but he's not going to use battering rams and gunpowder. He's going to use something else. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Because while the outer layer of the pyramids may have been smooth, the interior stones are rough. So Lambert doesn't think that it was aliens with laser tools who built the pyramids. He doesn't believe in that shit. He also is like, no, there's no pyramid power. Razor blades left inside rusted, flowers wilted, and rats ate fruit. So they actually did all those same tests. You were talking about, like, Ono, Ross, and Carrie. They, like, put razor blades inside. Didn't work. Though he says the power of belief is real. And also, as an aside, he tells us there were no golden tablets from Atlantis found in the pyramid, too. So, yeah. He's making sure that we have the facts. <laughs> yes. I just want you to know. Like, I'm going to I'm, I'm tell you about the science I'm doing, but before we do... Let me tell you some things. I, I'm guessing that's a question he gets a lot. Hey, did they find golden tablets? From he Atlantis? saw the first season of In Search of. He was like, "All right, I'll talk to you." But here we go. <laughs> we're Don't gonna we're gonna put this out. up front. <laughs> I know sure you guys you are understand. like all about padding, so you're probably not gonna cut this out because you need the 22 minutes. So here we go. <laughs> yes. Anyway, he is pioneering new ways to look inside the pyramid without destroying them. So that I mean that. You know, nice. It's good, yeah. Yeah, they tried some radar in 1974, but it was unsuccessful because the sounds don't penetrate well. The radio waves are just absorbed. So, however, the use of acoustic waves, and I'm not sure the difference between radio waves and acoustic waves, but he's a scientist and I'm not, so. Oh, sound waves yeah, versus radio waves. Yeah, they're, they're different. I mean, I, radio has sound, isn't it? I mean. I think radio is slightly different, though. I listen to the radio as sound. Yeah, I, I think know. it's anyway. Somehow. Yeah, but there's the, there's a difference. Yeah, I mean, I should know this because I watch Transformers all the time, and Soundwave had all those different frequencies he was using. But anyway, they were more successful, and they found some anomalies in the pyramid. There were indications of a hidden chamber between the king and queen's chamber. They're <gasps> talking like the little hookup chamber, like they would sneak in and then go there. Do their <laughs> again. No one is sleeping in here, so you know. It's not I like mean, a palace. Isn't death just eternal sleep? So 
But I mean, they didn't even find bodies in there, so we don't even know. Because they were gone. Because the looters came and took the place out. Like when they were like, you can see how it looked when we opened it a thousand years ago. When they opened it a thousand years ago. The place was fucking empty. It's just all like rock, nothing. There's nothing in there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they stripped it clean. Probably grinded up their mummies and put them in some beverage and drink it because they're weird. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. If there is a hidden chamber in the pyramid, will it contain unimaginable treasure? Or will it be just another cipher, leaving the long rest of chaos undisturbed and the secrets of the pyramids intact? Whoa. I don't know. I don't know either. It's commercial. Yeah. I do like the whole like question commercial and then come back. I like that pattern. They don't always do it, but I do like it. It's, yeah, it works. It's a stylistic thing. So I like it. And then we're told the treasures of Tutankhamun are touring the U.S., which was also mentioned in The Mummy's Curse. And it is clear that the interest in Egyptology is strong nowadays in the 70s. Dr. Dolphin believes Western science has demythologized our lives too much. So he's like all about science, but he's also like, Maybe we went a little too far. And that's why people are looking at all this crazy shit, because they have to have something to believe in. Right. So he's like, there is mystery, but you can find the answers to mysteries with science, not crazy stuff. So, Yeah. Perhaps the ultimate accomplishment of the pyramid builders is yet to be realized. Their monuments may one day lead us to rediscover the greater wonder that is the mind of man. <gasps> How? I I don't know. I mm, yeah. like, What do the pyramids have to do with the mind of man? I don't well, they can talk about that at all. They, they build it with psychic energy or something? What what's going on? No aliens built it, remember? Mm. Maybe the aliens will come down and tell us about the mind of man. I mean, Ocknaughton did have that big elongated head, you know. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. It's over. And that's yeah. the end. Closing credits. Yeah. Very short closing narration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had a long. Well, we had an extra long opening narration because it was like the two parts. But even then, it was it was a, it was a little lengthy. It was so, kind of long. This episode I felt kind of bad felt. Tory reading it. So. Oh, that's okay. This episode felt really short. It just felt like really quick, and it felt like it didn't really. I mean, I learned a little about the interior of the pyramid, so I guess that was cool. But, like, I don't know. I feel like it wasn't very full of information. Yeah, there wasn't a lot. It was it was a little light. It was yeah. a little light on the yeah. pyramid. Because it's like the pyramid secrets and, like... What secrets, though? Like, that I mean, we, I guess there's still secrets. I guess secret. the secrets is we don't know, I guess. Like, yeah, there yeah. are still secrets. So I guess that is... I guess that's what we're in search of. Yeah, they can't be like... There's a bunch of secrets that we don't know the answers. Thanks, folks. Good night. They can't I mean, they that. could, so but they, they don't. Yeah. Yeah. I got to fill some time. So talking about pyramids, the Luxor Las Vegas is 30 stories tall. 
Nice. Talk about the Great Pyramid is 40 stories tall, which is 111 meters, which compared to the Great Pyramid, which is 138.8 meters. Originally, it was 146.5 because it had that thing on the top, which is now right. gone. So they just kind of following the, the angles they figured they would have, you know, met there. So the Luxor, however, does actually beam energy into the heavens. <gasps> yes, it does. This, the sky beam is the strongest beam of light in the world. It uses curved mirrors to collect light from 39 xenon lamps and focus them into one intense narrow beam at 42.3 billion candela. That's like a light thing because it's just an intensity of light. So, however, since 2008, only half of the lamps have been lit, which it's an odd number. So I don't know if that means because 39. They're probably not using like 19 and a half lamps. So they're using like 18 or 19. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. They didn't specify. Maybe they switch off. I mean, they, I imagine they use like half one day and half the other day or something, you know, change it up a little bit. So supposedly it is a cost and energy saving measure. But 2008 is also when I moved from Las Vegas to Portland. So it might be like they're just half masked in the lamp because they're sad I'm gone. Oh, yeah, so. they miss you. I actually did yeah. live like right behind the Luxor, really, because like there was a big open space, which might not be open now. I'm not sure, but uh, away from the strip. And so like from our like bedroom window, you could like just look out and there was a big expanse where there were lots of prairie dogs in the field. It was kind of cute. But then you could like, the Luxor was like right there. Boom. And you'd see it at night. <laughs> the beams up in the sky. Nice. So, yeah. The pyramid at the Louvre is barely 20.6 meters. Pff, <laughs> Whatever, French people. So, yeah. Gotta get your digging. All right. All right. Yeah. There's actually a cool, I, there's a link in the show notes for it. There's actually a cool link that shows the heights of different pyramids in the world. And it's, actually, oh. it's like a, you, you, you click, it's like a, what do you call it? I would say it's like a flash animation, but it's not, but it's like interactive. It's an interactive picture. And so as you go, it like highlights the different ones and shows you the heights and everything. And they're shapes too. So you can kind of see, like obviously the Transamerica pyramid, it's called Transamerica pyramid, but it's a a skyscraper. And it's very tall and narrow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not what you normally think of as a pyramid, but that's what they call it. So, but yeah, it's kind of cool. So there's links to that in the show notes. Yeah. I actually might try and link directly to the image if I can. Because I don't remember which page it's actually on. Um, but I'll find it and then I'll link to it. So, And then Lego also has a great pyramid. You can buy it. It's cool. But it's only the front half. I kind of really wanted it. But it's cool because it's you can see the inside. And you actually oh. build it. So like workmen are building the pyramid. and then But it's only the front half. Right. Well, they've it, got the back half so you can see the interior though, right? No, there's no back half. So it's just like up, which it would be like a huge footprint if they did the whole thing. So like, it's only like the front half of the pyramid and then it's all finished off. But you can also build like the the building process and it's got like all the, like what it would look like at the time. So it's got like, you know, trees and all that kind of stuff there. But I guess if you bought two, you could build the back half or just buy the parts to build a back half. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And Lego did go with gold for the top of the pyramid, by the way, in case you're wondering. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that is more accepted that it was gold, but, like, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. We don't know, honestly. So Yeah, we don't. I don't know if there's writings that they're using to determine what it was or what. I'm not that knowledgeable on that, obviously. So, yeah. Yeah. But that's the secrets of the pyramid. 
Yep, um, they're still secrets and we don't know them. So yay. I, I remember in the not was it the nineties or was it the early two thousands? They had all those expeditions and they were like on like the History Channel. It was probably the nineties because it was before the History Channel was woo when I stopped watching it. Where they like were putting like they were sending drones in through the shafts and uh -huh. driving them. Yeah, and, like, I they remember were getting, those. and they were getting stuck because the rocks were uneven and they're like, oh no, the drone is is stuck and it might not be able to get out and they had trouble like trying to yeah. So I remember watching that because I, I think they yeah. like, aired it like li oh they aired it like live. I don't know how live it was, but like it was yeah it was kind of all that stuff was kind of interesting back then. So. Yeah, I mean it's still interesting, but it's like one of those things where like it's fascinating to think about, but because we don't have answers, you kind of hit a dead end at a certain point. You're like, okay, it could have been these things, but like we don't. Well, really it seems know. like in the like in the early i mean i think i think like the 90s were like the tipping point for it because they realized what was getting ratings and what wasn't and i think oh, like back channel, then yeah. you got a bigger spread of stuff like you would get some like it was aliens but you also got like some science and some history shit in there and then it just slowly started going more and more towards like what is sensational right and then right the wacky pretty, like oh it was yeah, definitely and aliens pretty much all you get so mm -hmm. yeah. or whatever is going to get the most views mm -hmm. or clicks or yeah. shares on social media for being absurd. Yeah. It was the Templars or yeah, whatever crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But that's pyramid secrets. They're mostly still a secret. Yeah. I mean, not really, but you know, I mean, it's not that big of a secret unless there really is some hidden chamber in there and someday we find it. I don't know. Yeah, and Leonard Nimoy does actually talk a little bit about like how they built them and how they used to, you know, they they would build the earthen ramps and that kind of stuff, and then and then when they got the pyramid built, then it was time to finish it and put the outer coating on, and then they would just as they went back down, they would start coating it from the top, and then as they went down, they would you know remove the, I mean it wasn't scaffolding, it was like earthen stuff a lot, but they would just remove it as they went, and so it was like do 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 do. So and then it'd be done, and it took a long time, and it wasn't like slaves and shit. It was like you know they had they had a workforce. And it was a very complicated, that's why we know a lot of stuff, because since it was such a big, like, production, we actually have records of, like, oh, shit, we got to figure out ways to, like, feed all these people and house all these people while they're building the pyramid. So, yeah, would come and they'd work for a little bit and they leave and more people would come in and then it was just like a rotating workforce, just like Herodotus said. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. But yeah, we don't get any, like, secrets. No, I mean, there's no revelations here. If you know anything about the pyramids or ancient Egyptology, like you're not going to be surprised by this episode. It's just going to be like, okay, cool. That's what I thought. Yeah. I think we've gone into more information about the pyramids than honestly the episode did. So, yeah. Yeah. I Want to Rewatch is hosted by Tori Nick and recorded in collaboration with Black Cat and Orange Tuxedo Studios. Yay! Episode production, design, and editing is by Lazy End Productions. Our music is Dark Science by David Hillowitz, and the truth is what we make of it by the Agrarians. Our X-Files Adjacent episodes are where we cover television films that are, you guessed it, X-Files Adjacent. If you like what we're doing, tell a friend. We'd be happy to have them join us. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, be sure to join us next time, and together we'll try to figure out if, if the, the truth... truth is still, still out there. there.
Brady? Yep, I think so. <laughs> okay, so do Pyramid Secrets, Dead Sea Scrolls, Reincarnation today, and then what is it? Shark Worshippers and Anastasia tomorrow, and then the Millennium. Yeah, I haven't watched those yet, so I'm going to try and watch them tonight. I haven't I written gotta... them yet, so you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> when we're done here, I'm going to edit Pyramid Secrets, because technically it's supposed to go out today, <laughs> and then I'm going to write the other two in a search us. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah. yeah. I'm a little behind. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe, maybe I can actually do shit ahead of time. Probably not. I say that. I say that every I I do the same time. thing. I'm like, I'm going to get caught up and get ahead. And then it's like, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't have to do that yet. Let me do something else or work mm -hmm. on something else. Or it's just, whoa. good Lord. I have so much stuff to do. Right. Anyway, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Excuse me. Okay. Um, maybe we can use some pyramids to solve all our problems. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's try. Okay.